Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers, now only on Hulu. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. and ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. You know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door's supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. Block Talk Radio. When you need help or advice, you turn to your parents or a trusted friend for help. So why go outside of Virginia, your home, when you need car insurance? Abra Insurance gives you individual attention and won't turn your way no matter what your driving record looks like. Giving same-day personal service in the state of Virginia for over 30 years. Abra Insurance, 979-0814 is the number. AbraInsurance.com is the site. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amon Hawkins. On this Monday, you know, on Mondays, man, we do live shows. So this is not recorded. This is live. This is the call-in show. The number is 760-695-1106. I'll put it in uh, both YouTube and Facebook. So we stream live as well. So if you're tuning in, you can call in and you be the analyst and speak your truth, man. Um. Of course, I always create topics, but we can always go left if we have to and um, talk about other sporting topics or other topics that you guys feel like need to be addressed. Uh, but yeah, why does the stream seem like it's, the Facebook stream seem like it's not good right now. But uh, yeah, so that's what we're doing, man. So, you know, wait for the analyst to call up. And um, we're going to chop it up. We're going to get into it. Uh, shout out to the sponsor, Abra Insurance, of course. Go to sthujuice.com and get your Shut the Hell Up Juice apparel. Definitely appreciate everybody that's been supporting the movement for all these years. So, yeah, man, hopefully everybody had a good weekend, time with family. And uh, hopefully you enjoyed the games, man. And, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, Quinn, we definitely we could definitely start our own Facebook group. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Y'all don't know what we're talking about. Uh but look like Darian calling in right now. What's good with you, Darian? Um how how do you think I feel? 
I mean, you know, I gotta, you know, I gotta I get feel, the pleasantries I feel like, away. I feel like all those battlers have got bodied over this last card. That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, just don't come here, you know, acting like key sweat. Don't be whining, which you not, you know. That's, that's oh, no, nah, no, nah, you know what I mean? If I, you know, I did shit, I could take it. But no, nah, yeah, I, I know who's not going to dodge this smoke, though. We can go ahead and get that started. Hey, man, shout out to y'all saying, folks, talking about Jimmy G. Let, let's get something straight about Jimmy G, all right? Jimmy okay. G almost cost y'all the game. If you okay, want to really be real it. about it. Soon as soon as soon as your boy soon as your boy stopped, um started throwing the ball, uh, we started we started keying in on him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Started started yeah. picking him off. After that that first pick, they started you know offense line decided want to turn up. They started beating us in the trenches. That's what yeah. ended up happening with us. But so, for for everybody to try to make it seem like oh well Jimmy G, you know if the running game is working. Jimmy G, I was like, yo, did y'all watch the first half of the game? It seemed like mm. nobody watches the first half of the game anymore. Like, it's a whole game that happened. There are adjustments that are made. You saw mm-hmm. your boy Witherspoon get cooked to a crisp to to the to the bench. <laughs> like they're yeah. they're yeah. um they're death. I I underestimated how deep the team actually is. And then nobody told me Quan Alexander was coming, bro. Nobody told me he was coming. They were oh, cooked with that boy was there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I take I take my lumps like a champ, man. I ain't I ain't dealing, you know. It is what it is. Six oh nine three seven nine. You off mute, fam? What's good at, with you? At least we're not Houston. What's up, players? Blaze. Blaze, what's good with you? Hey, Terrence, man, just call the number, fam. Seven six zero six nine five one one zero six. Uh. But, yeah, look, so I put a post on Facebook during the game, and I said, you know, Kyle Shanahan has demonstrated that he has learned from his Super Bowl shortcomings as far as adjusting his play calling and playing towards the strength or understanding the situation. All right, so to speak to your point about Jimmy G, Jimmy G, Jimmy G was struggling. Like, he started off good, you know, hitting uh, pass across the middle. His receivers were making great catches where he was getting hit. Emmanuel Sanders getting open, as he always does. Um, but at the same I mean, time, was it really? Was it was it really though? He was going to get his day oh, Like we oh, we already on, talked on, about hold this. On, hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. I'm about to tell the fans. So for all the fans who like fans, you can't pick and choose when a quarterback is 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 rewarded where they win. Jimmy T threw 19 passes, one touchdown, one interception. We gotta, we I gotta been, stop. I've been not sold on Jimmy G, bro. Yeah, I'm not sold we gotta, on that we gotta stop because at the same time, that was Cal Shanahan understanding that Jimmy G put like this: the front line Cal- and Jimmy G was struggling because they was getting to him. You feel me? So Cal uh-huh. Shanahan called a beautiful game, bro. Yeah, man. He start, he ran the ball thirteen straight times after that interception. Correct? Exactly. Exactly. Tore the exactly. Yeah. So. I'm just, I mean, I'm just really here talking about that bad man, Derrick Henry. That's all I'm really here for. Oh, yeah, we, here's we, another thing, too. Here's the other five, thing, four, too. Four, I want four, that four. same energy. I want that same energy y'all was giving Lamar Jackson about him throwing between 100 and 200 yards that y'all giving Jimmy T. That, that, I want that same energy. Because exactly. y'all give him all that trash. How many passes did Jimmy G have dropped for him? This, this game, I think – Probably, I think it was. He might have had one this game. 
I mean, he has Lamar in the season. Has has five. I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about over the the season. Everybody to kill Lamar because he has a short field. Old boy does not throw over twenty yards at any time in the game. Oh, Jimmy G. So I just I just want people to just be realistic. That's all. That's all. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't try to don't try to talk yeah, about Jimmy G being Tom you, Brady. You're talking about this I'm just saying. You know you. You get what you get. We all know what Lamar is. Lamar is going to dice you in the short game, or he's going to run out mm-hmm. on you and, and take off. Jimmy, we know yeah. Jimmy is supposed to be this pure Tom Brady protege where he's supposed to be dissecting the field and supposed to be one of the next great ones, and he's looking a little short in that category. Exactly. Well, you know, we, the narrative we, has we already, When Lamar came into the league, we, we expected him, motherfuckers were telling him to be a wide receiver. That's facts. You feel me? So yes, that's why facts. I don't personally compare them to because we we get more out of Lamar than we were supposed to be expecting. Whereas Jimmy getting all this 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 stuff that oh he's Tom Brady protege and he's how much is his contract? How much how much is his contract again? Jimmy G got a he got a over hundred million of course. Oh 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 okay okay. Y'all pay him a hundred million to throw for one hundred thirty one yards. You I, got I, a good I point. I'm just, I'm, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. You know what hey, I'm saying? Hey, Darian. Hey, hey, Darian. What's up? Go ahead, JaVale. What up, JaVale? Hey, uh, what's up? What's up? Hey, Darian, I uh, want to say congrats to your Gators, man. But uh, we, we did kind of play. We fell a little short, but uh, definitely a good game that way. Um, hey, man. But as far as uh, – Huh? I mean, are no, you – No, no, go you, ahead. You, no, you, I'm not going to talk, land, John. Go ahead. The, Oh no! Nah. No, I'm just saying because the last time I spoke with you, you act like y'all was just gonna, you know what I'm saying, hand it to us like, you know what I'm saying, like it wasn't even gonna be a, a competitive game, you know what I'm saying? But it's all good. I mean, if you want to be, if you want to be real about it, you only got fifty percent of the effort from the Gators. You really want to be real about it? But I don't want to go there, you know what I'm saying? I want to stay on the show. I don't want to get moody. I don't want to get muted. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna give me no, no, no. Hey, 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 speak, hey, speak your piece, player. I, hey, I ain't catching no, 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 you. I'm just saying. You got cats getting ready for the NFL next year, bro. I'm just telling you. Okay, like, I feel you. Hey, I feel you. Hey, you know. Yeah, but um, as, as far as uh, Lamar and, and the Ravens, man, I just. That that was my only that was my only gripe, you know that that I felt the Ravens would have an issue if they go if they were to go down ten plus points because that 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 RPO action, you know what I'm saying? Teams they don't they don't respect it, you know what I'm saying? Because the 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 Ravens with not being able to just you know Lamar being able to drop back and and just pick you apart, you know, in the passing game, you know, it was almost a benefit, you know what I'm saying, to the Titans, you know, because they they, they just look they just look like they were I, I don't know I don't know if Ingram being out really, you know what I'm saying, changed the, the game plan, um and, yeah, and the play calling but it definitely it yeah, definitely but, had an effect on it. Yeah, but I mean the other two backs, you know what I'm saying, they got a lot of burn throughout the season though. It was like it was like they just Went away from the game plan like they got scared almost. You know what I'm saying? Because they they hadn't trailed since what week three against Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? So I mean it, it was back in September before they was 
you know what I'm saying, down and had to come back. But they just look like, you know, when when they kind of when they got to play from behind, they are totally different. They are totally different offense, man. Yeah, I, I, mean, I agree with that. Hey, hey, Banks, you on right now? Put... Yeah, I'm on. All right. My dog, Banks. So go ahead, Blaze. Uh, I'm just saying, with the way that they play, it's easy to, to play how they play from in front. It's a good front-running team. But when you predominantly yep. run the ball and you're behind, you can't really run the ball like that because you're killing time. I got yeah, a question. Yeah, man, and you 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 Does getting that... you getting into something. You're so with the Ravens is so with any with anybody you scout, you try to get them in a situation in which they weren't comfortable in doing or they wasn't used to doing. So the Ravens never really had to rely on the passing game, and that's not a knock on Lamar, but how they built, they are built. You can see that they rely on their tight ends, and if you're trying to you know, use the RPO and now you're behind, it's easy to just take away the middle of the field and force you to make sideline throws, make those receivers understand how to run routes and get themselves enough room to not drop themselves with the sideline and allow DBs to undercut. So you saw the Titans go to zone and take away the middle of the field every chance they got. Now, I do want to say this about Lamar. Lamar is not your typical running quarterback. He will stand in the pocket as long as he has time, and he demonstrated that. And that's one thing I think people are so caught up in trying to set up his fan base and the hype around him is that when you look at that game, dog, he stood in the pocket. They, you can say what you want about somebody being a running quarterback. That kid is a quarterback. I don't care how the ball is. People talking about he was throwing wobbly balls. Peyton Manning, pause. Peyton Manning threw wobbly balls all the time. <laughs> you feel me? Like, we got to chill out. We got to chill out. The narrative is just – He's not as good outside the numbers because he can't anticipate the throws like he does to a strong suit, which is throwing in the middle. Because when you run RPO, you have to master throwing to the middle hashes. Like, that's just what you have to do. So, yeah. Good luck. You know, good I job. Got by I got a roll. Yeah, go ahead. I got a good question. How does that offense look um, with the actual big physical receiver, like a true number one? Say somebody like a Metcalf. Or somebody that can get you a lot of yak, like like Debo Samuel, or some some of the guys that they passed up and took Hollywood instead. Because as as fast as Hollywood is, I don't think Hollywood is ready for that type of type of heat yet. Hmm. Um. <sighs> Go ahead. Who was about to say yeah, I got, I, yeah, yeah, I got something to say about that. This is Banks. Basically, I, me personally, I'm, I'm a Seahawks fan. So from looking at that offense, if they had somebody like Metcalf in there, he would literally be limited to a one-dimensional type of style of play. Meaning that it, it, Lamar would be, it, it'd be predicated based upon the play action, a lot of fly routes, a lot of posts. But it wouldn't be the full route tree because that's not really based upon the way Greg Roman structured that offense. He doesn't make it. A true about a true one number one receiver. If you go mm-hmm. back and look okay. at the numbers that that Michael Crabtree had when he was with Capman, the way in the way Greg Greg um, Roman catered the offense, um, Crabtree caught a lot of deep crosses, a lot of chain moving type of plays. It's not really predicated and built for a style of play for a true number one. It's built for to get everybody involved in the offense. And as you can see, Hollywood. He still got kind of a lot of scat receiver in him. If you look at it the way the, the way Lincoln Riley called the offense in Oklahoma, it's a lot of big play 
he's he's a big play type of receiver. He's not a chain mover, and they don't really have that true number one possession chain mover over there. They can, they can consistently get them the tough first downs and the yards they need, and that's why they solely rely on Andrews across the field as yeah. a Kittle or a Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Okay, so Banks, what what would you say? What would you say in the off season if if they were to go after somebody like say Antonio Brown and put him in that offense next year? I just I honestly no. I think I think Antonio Brown would be extremely frustrated in that offense because Antonio Brown is used to a pro style conventional offense. Somebody yeah. who can make somebody who who's going to drop back, make three step reads. Somebody who's going to make quick throws and and see Antonio Brown is a receiver who can run the full route tree. So he's looking for somebody he he's looking for 13 14 targets a game to get him involved in that type of offense and that's not what the Ravens style of offense is going to be is built around they're going so to run down your like, throat so what about a guy like say Justin Jefferson or a guy like T Higgins who are kind of like big guys who yep. who, who do have speed but they also you know what I'm saying they're good for finding spots in the zone move they just yeah. there to move the chains they're big enough to pretty much cover your um your margin of error, basically. Yeah, you know what no, I'm saying? Somebody good, like I a Devontae Adams. I could see T Higgins as a good fit because of the catch radius, because he's mm-hmm. used to the RPO system. He's used to the bang eights. Like he fits Oh shucks. My fault. Yeah. Like a AJ Brown. Like AJ Brown, a lot of like for Tannehill, like mm-hmm. he got his receivers are like six foot and above. He ain't got no small receivers. Yeah. So they, no, they, and their catch radius is pretty, you know what I'm saying? And that's they why that's perfect. And that's why that's perfect. Like, honestly, I really do, and I agree with Hawk. Like, I think I think um, Higgins would be great over there because if you look at the way Dabo recruit, I mean, that's what he do. Dabo gets elite yep. pass-catching pass receivers from dating all the way back to Martavius Bryant to – to um to Sammy Watkins to DeAndre Hopkins yeah. these boys solidified pass catchers that can run complete good routes and if you look at the way Trevor Lawrence the way he facilitating and running the offense over there that's exactly what they're doing they they're doing yep. they're doing similarities to what to what the game is being play, played at now in Baltimore they're doing those type of things and 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 you know because at the end of the day man it's we we're getting the NFL is getting away from the pro style conventional West Coast offense, and it's and they're, they're making the game around. I don't this narrative about a specific quarterback and how a quarterback has to play the game. It needs to die out. The game is evolving because mm-hmm. offensive coordinators and head coaches are now catering to the skill set, the full spectrum or what a quarterback can bring to the table and what they can do. It's not about being cerebral, three-step drop, running post-style off. It's about I want to be able to use everything about you as a, a quarterback and all the, the special intangibles that you have as your skill set on the field in full display in any given time in an arsenal and offense. That's what it's about. And you know, what, and you know what's crazy about that, too? As a quarterback now, you have to be able to move. Especially where you have defensive linemen that are about six five run between four five and four four. You know what I'm saying? Like guys that can really move. You know what I'm saying? And it's hard to have somebody that stands in the pocket because we're starting to find out in these playoffs, like a good old line is a luxury. You, it's not a, a promise for you to even get a good old line because you know nowadays you can't really even practice anymore. It's about all snap count. And yeah. Like, you know, as an old line, you got to work as a cohesive unit. 
You know what I'm saying? And you yeah, start to see yeah. like guys like like San Francisco. Them them guys been around each other forever. Like forever have been around around each other. You know what I'm saying? You got guys like with Philadelphia. Philadelphia's offensive line been around each other forever. Well, you got these other cats that are just coming in who seem like they were good prospects, but they falling apart because they don't have that cohesion like you used to. So you have to have somebody that could get loose on you. Or you can at least have somebody that can be mobile. You don't have to be necessarily as fast as uh, Lamar Jackson, but somebody that can move like a Deshaun Watson that can create with his legs while it's on nowadays. Of course. Of course. I mean, I mean, look at, I mean, look, look at Josh Allen. I mean, you, you got, you, you got these white quarterbacks like Josh Allen, and even I was surprised about David Jones. These guys still can run four six four seven. So even in in, in situations, you you see offensive play callers, um, offensive coordinators are starting to have these guys do quarterback draws with running backs and fullbacks leading through the hole now just to get tough yardage. You so, yeah. so, so it's not just about the black quarterback as far as he being – black quarterbacks are revolutionizing the game as far as adding in read option or having the part where, you know, they step in as tra- tra- traditional dropbacks. But it's happening all across. What do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to do once he gets to the league? Do you think Trevor Lawrence oh, is going to be a – that's what I'm saying. They're going to use his full skill set. You know what I mean? So it's it, – and really, and really, to be honest with you, that's what they really want to do with Baker Mayfield. But they're not. But they're not. Not as a as a read option. But they don't. Baker still has more about his skill set that he's not being fully utilized over there in Cleveland. That he's capable Baker's of doing. Baker, Baker's hey, not fast know, enough. The thing about the thing about <laughs> no, nah, I think Baker. I think Baker's quick enough. But the thing about the thing about it is that I think T just hit on is that they're not utilizing Baker's talents because they're trying to put him in the box like he's a drop back guy. He's not a classic drop back no, right guy. Not. Guy, you want no. to move around in the pocket and use half sprint outs and half boots and things like that because he's first of all he's the, he's not as tall as people think and right he's, he's naturally a guy that wants to throw in the move because he has a big live arm so that's up to the coaching staff like, as a coach man you always got to utilize the talents of your players and your playbook has to be very fluid and I get tired of these coordinators that just have their quarterback set in their mind and they, whatever quarterback they get, they're like, yo, you have to be like this. And it shouldn't, and, and it's not that because the Josh Islands of the world get praised for being able to run because they're seen as your traditional drop back guys. And then you got a guy like right. Lamar who has the classical drop back tendencies because look, man, I told people this when he was at Louisville, when he played against UVA here at Scott Stadium, we didn't blitz him. And he showed me he wasn't a scrambler because he didn't try to tuck. He went through his progressions, and he stayed tall, and he extended the pocket with his legs to generate big plays. A, a, a non-natural throwing quarterback will go first read, and they're taking mm-hmm. off. If, yes. any, if there's any pressure, they're going out the back. Your traditional quarterback is going to climb the pocket and pressure the A-gap, get them backers to step up, and then throw over top of you. That shows me you're a comfortable pocket passing quarterback. But see, Hawk, that's hey, the Hulk. thing, though. Hawk, I, I think that's the thing that um, that people don't give Lamar Jackson credit for. They don't understand. They don't look at the history of this kid. This kid was with Bobby Petrino, who 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 has always um, groomed and grown quarterbacks throughout the length of his professional, from the college or either to the NFL career. That's what he specializes in. So he taught yeah. Lamar a lot 
as far as the QB position. I think because the fact that he runs a 4-3 and the fact that his arm is not the way the people is not as his throwing mechanism and his oh, throwing yeah. mechanics are – yeah, it, they don't want to give him credit, the fact that he can't read defense or he wasn't taught or prepped well to be at the NFL level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what people don't understand. Bob Petrino taught that boy really well before he got to the league in the three years that he was at Louisville. Bobby, Bobby Petrino runs a pro-style offense. Exactly. So why I, don't understand, I don't understand why it was such a, a big deal. They were talking about him understanding offenses. That was a fake narrative because of the fact that Bobby Petrino runs a pro-style offense. And right. I, like, and then you got to watch him. Unless you were really watching him, um, you know, outside of the, the great run plays, like he didn't. I mean, he didn't have a lot around him. Like he almost beat Clemson with these guys. You know what I'm saying? So the kid, the kid is, a, know, is a natural man. leader, man. He's a natural leader. He's a student of the game. He can absorb information and process process it quickly to where it would translate on game day. Like. As much as everybody look, as much as the look, and we're gonna move to the next game. As much as the narrative was put out, because when people put out his numbers as far as like the rushing yards and then the passing yards, and a lot of folks want to be like, you know, a lot of those pass yards came in garbage time because Tennessee started playing prevent. <clears throat> Sometimes, man, folks make the make make up these sayings, and it's almost like they put themselves in their own box. Like, either you want somebody oh. to compete in. Or you just want somebody to concede defeat. Because when somebody say garbage time, it's like, I'm not going to fault somebody for fighting to the end. You can say garbage time all you want. But that's showing me that they're going to still try to go out there and get it. And the game is not like you, yeah. like, we can't praise somebody for coming you know, back. You know the difference. Time on the second. But we know now, now somebody down by 35 with five minutes left and Kirk, they get Kirk additional Redskins, Redskins, Kirk Cousins. You know what I'm saying? They get an yeah. additional 100 yards, and you know that last 100 yards to put them over 300, the game was out of mm-hmm. hand. But Lamar was still fighting because when they, they actually scored and they had to go for that two-point conversion to try to get it to 14, whatever, like it's still feasible that they can get a three and out because Tannehill still so on the other side. So what was Deshaun, um, Deshaun Watson doing? Deshaun Watson must have been, um, if you want to keep that same narrative, Deshaun Watson must have been in garbage time too. Because I, I know for sure they were still fighting to stay in. You know what I'm hey, saying? Man. Even though they were all up. Hey, but we, can go hey, to, we can go to that game next. Hey, hey, That's a great hey, hey, go ahead. Hey, one thing uh, I, I did see, that, and and I was surprised that more defenses didn't do it this year, that Vrabel, he didn't do it as much as the Chargers did last year, but he kind of mm-hmm. played that same umbrella-type defense and bringing in, you know what I'm saying, two, three extra DBs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Playing a lot of dime, a lot of nickel, you know what I'm saying, when, when they got behind. And I think that that was, that was the big part of the game, and, and that's where they miss Ingram the most. Because well, hey, that's a great I, point. I feel that the teams teams didn't do that. They didn't put those extra DBs out there because Ingram is that battering ram, you know what I'm saying? He kind of in that, that, that mode with, with Henry. Like, they, they physical, you know what I'm saying, pounding-type yeah. runners, and and that, that whole, especially that second half, they played almost that exact defense that the Chargers played in that playoff game against them last year. Oh, no, that's a great point. That, a, let me tell you about that, Chavelle. You have to, for you to run that type of defense, you have to have a, a, a at least a, like a very stocky defensive line. Like the reason they were even able to run that type of defense because they had Darrell Casey up front <laughs> along with Facts. these big, beefy guys. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That can that can rush. They can rush the passer and they can stop the run. The same thing with last year with the Chargers. The Chargers had Melvin Ingram, who's fast, and you got a guy like Joe uh, Bosa, who's a beast. So yeah, we got guys on this defensive line that you know that can pretty much do both. You know what I'm saying? We can depend on them. All we gotta do is just make sure we cover all our holes. You know. So yeah, not everybody can run that because not everybody got a good pass. Um, a, a pass rush. Yeah, and that, that's a great yeah. point about. Oh, so you guys made great points. Tennessee got the personnel. Tennessee got the defensive front that was that was play, you know they showed up that game as well. And another thing mm-hmm. is they were playing with the lead. It's a little different. Like you could get away with playing with yeah, the lead when you out front because and we gotta we gotta admit too the way the floor of the game was going and with Ingram being out, you understood that Baltimore basically went away from the run to throw. So that having extra DBs definitely helped because mm-hmm. they like to be tight and heavy. So the perfect storm took place almost similar to when, and we're about to talk about this game, the Titans and Kansas City. When that game started, the perfect storm took off. Okay. Special teams got in the play. Short field got in the play. But the only thing with KC is they play up-tempo and they take shots. So getting up on them, you know, when people were saying, uh-oh, Tennessee about to, you know, uh, the Texans about to run away from KC. And I was like, yo, that's the worst thing that could have happened that game. You get a 24-0 early versus Kansas City. Because anybody that's coached or anybody that's played, especially if you play defense or offense, when you get big leads like that, you're accustomed, or even if you play Madden, you're accustomed to go away from what you normally do to try to use the clock mm-hmm. to your advantage. And sometimes – you kind of hurt yourself and you defeat yourself because you feel like I got this lead. I have to sit on it a little bit. And KC came out guns blazing like so they always a, do. Look, if you were the, uh, if you were the, if you were the, uh, the Texans owner, would you fire O'Brien? That's what well, just I, about to ask. Why is he, why does he still have his job? Why? Why? Like, I, I swear, <laughs> since Deshaun Watson got there, he has been saving his man's job. Yes, only, he has. The only thing that he has for them is the fact that they can make keep making it to the playoffs. He just, Otherwise, they, they would have been they, gone a long time ago. Darren, you just answered it because he consistently getting to the playoffs, and oh a lot of God. owners are not. Oh, look, a lot of a lot of owners aren't going to come off of that because it's like, okay, we got a shot. All we want to do is get to right. the second season. We got a shot, and until right. they, until he consistently misses the playoffs, that's why. That's why Marvel's kept his job so much in Cincinnati, bro. Right. If you want to get that. And that's why right. everybody's I mean, surprised I'm going to let uh, Lovey Smith go. I mean, you got to understand something. It's, it's it's the pro level, and we're not looking at a Dallas Cowboys. We're not looking at a big a big city market team yeah. where the expectations yep. of playoffs is mandatory every single year. It's either playoffs and win in the Super Bowl or failure. Yeah. The, the Houston fact. Texans is, is still a secondary market city team in the NFL behind the Dallas Cowboys. So them getting to the playoffs every year is a bonus for that yep. owner and for that and for that franchise and for that organization. So that's why Which, Bill O'Brien and job security is just, you know, it's, it's not going anywhere, you know, it's, it's, it, for the time being right now until they really put together in free agency and draft and talent and everything evaluated from across the board and is so high that they have to win or get to the AFC championship game, he's going to be fine, bro. 
He's gonna be fine. Hey, so so I got a question. Thing, I got is, a it, is it is it isn't he playing the uh like the the GM role as well? Like he traded away like yeah. a lot he of is. picks over the next two. Yeah, seasons. he let he let he let he let your boy go to Seattle. He, yeah, he did that. Yep. I bet yep. I bet he missed he, him this time. So I got a question I mean, for y'all. I got a I got a mm-hmm. question for y'all. So so okay, so how they lost right? Is they putting them up there with the, how the Ravens, the number one team, lost to what the sixty that hadn't happened in like I don't know a bunch of years. So with with Houston building a twenty four zero lead and then twenty eight straight points scored on, and then they end up getting beat by Doves. Is the so so and I, then I seen the narrative today. This is like a a three compound question that I'm gonna just let y'all talk you know answer and discuss. So with that being said. Do we really say that the Texans just dropped the damn ball, or do we piggyback off what the Shannon Sharps and them discussed today about Patrick Mahomes being so special, and do we just say they lost to a generational talent, and you really can't fault them for for dropping the ball? Like, because I'm, 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 I'm using both of these narratives against each other. Which one will win? Go. I think it's a mixture of both. So the fact that um, they had a they had a chance to stamp out um, to stamp out Kansas City. If they probably would have, if they instead of just doing that fake punt, instead of just going ahead and going for it, you know okay. what I'm saying? With your actual offense, believing in your offense, if they probably mm-hmm. would have scored one more time, that probably would have put them put them out the game. You know what I'm saying? But when you come up like like for a team like Kansas City, you know what I'm saying? You can't just sit there and just be like, okay, well we're up, we're good. But I feel like if you come up four touchdowns on the boys, it actually puts it in mind like, yo, like even if we score, they're gonna keep scoring. But when they went and did that dumb stuff that he went ahead and did, I think it gave them life, especially on a short field. And then that's when you start seeing the momentum just, just totally shift. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I mean, they won't go and pass it all game, bro. I'm just saying. Oh, you said yeah, really good receivers over at Kansas City. All right. I mean, I honestly believe, me personally, I honest, honestly believe that, to be honest with you, it goes back to what we were just talking about a few minutes ago about Bill O'Brien. I honestly believe that the guy, he has a hard time always being able to, 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 to. It, see, Bill O'Brien is one of them guys, he comes into the game with a preset game plan every single game. And he sticks to that. And because Deshaun Watson has shown so so many intangibles to be able to will his team back and win, it has saved him a lot of losses. But Bill okay. O'Brien is not a guy I've never seen make halftime or quarterly adjustments, whether they're winning or losing, to maintain consistency. And that's why even if you look at it a couple of games before the end of the season, remember – the Houston Texans got blowed out by the rookie um, or second-year court, Drew Locke in the Denver Broncos, and everybody was like, yep. what in the hell is going on? That that right there is indicative of how he coaches, how, his style of play. Like, he, anybody in their right mind knows that Kansas City offense is so explosive. I don't think people understand that the Texans secondary is 29th or 30th ranked in the league. So there mm-hmm. was no way in hell that Romeo Cornell knew they was going to, they was going to hold um, and maintain that lead the way they should have been. Should have been. It, 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 me personally, I, Sh- Shannon Sharp, he loves Patrick Mahomes. He gloats about him all. Listen, I give Patrick Mahomes credit all day long, but it was horrible, horrible coaching 
on the Houston Texans, the way they prepared them guys, and the way they let them as professional athletes get down and lose the momentum. Anybody knows you play the game of football, when you lose momentum, I don't care if you're down by 20 or down by three points, the game is over. Kansas City regained the momentum, and they never looked back from that point on. Yeah, I so let me ask. I think okay. uh, I think it was uh, I think it was just great coaching uh, on Andy Reid's part for real. You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. that comes from experience. Uh, he never, you know, what I'm saying he never he never panicked. You know, he stayed he stayed the course, and um, you know, it it just he he knows his players obviously. He knows his offense, and they got firepower, man. I mean, and that's one thing about that's one thing about Kansas City. Um, I mean, I thought the game was over twenty four nothing for real. I mean, I thought they would come back, but I mean, you think about it. I mean, twenty four points in a in a football game, man. That, that's a that's a huge deficit. Not not oh well, not you know, with that. Not going against that off. I would say that's the that one offense. team that I I wasn't worried about. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I guess I guess here, here's my thing with this, and I, I'll let you get back to your point, Javale. I, I think how the 24 points took place is why I wasn't really worried because it was like drop passes on third down, like one from Kelsey and then next from, um, I think, what's the cat, number 11. Both of them was open, Marvin. should have been first down. And you got muff punt, so a short field type of, it's, it's, it's brain fart. I'll right? that so it's like, Huh? All right. So it's, it's, it's one of the things to where if, if it was like how Tennessee was going against Baltimore, like driving – you know, methodically moving down the right. field, controlling the line of scrimmage, that's a little different. Like, damn, y'all down, y'all ain't looking good. But it was like miscues, and then they did what they were supposed to take advantage of it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I did. I wasn't really worried about that they were down 24 nothing because of how the scores were taking place. But you go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Hey, now you good. Would you say that this Kansas City offense – they to me like who do they most remind you of? Because I think of they don't they don't have a Marshall fault, but their passing game reminds me a lot of what the Rams were doing with Kurt Warner and Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce. Like 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 when you you go into that game, you could think like they can score forty five fifty points easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and they 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 make they make it look easy. You know, and I think that's what separates. The, the good players from the great players to the generational players, like the generational athletes just make everything look so effortless. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what that's what Mahomes makes it look like. He makes it look easy easy to me. Yeah, and here's my here's my question to a lot of folks who, you know, I'm I'm trying to get more information so you can better choose was it more the special the the, the generational title of Patrick Mahomes and that offense or did Houston just nut up because I want to raise this question to piggyback off all that. Who did folks have coming into the game, and what did they see as far as transpiring, trying to foresee the game? Like, you got the Texans and the Chiefs. Who you got winning and why? And then, even with that score, did you stray away from what your, you know, pregame thoughts, analysis was, or did you stick to them? Because a lot of folks that are saying that they nutted in the clutch, might be some of the same folks who thought they was gonna get blown out anyway. You know what I'm saying? So Right. I mean I went in I went into the game thinking KC was gonna win by fourteen seventeen. You know, uh but when they went down twenty four oh, I thought I thought the Texans was gonna win, man. I mean honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean I I guess that's just the you know, that's just the mindset that I had, you know, especially especially being a playoff game. But the one thing the one thing that 
that uh, Houston lacked more than anything, especially in offense, was a run game. Because they, they okay. were up and down. It was like a roller coaster. You know what I'm saying? If they yeah. had a, a, run, a run game that could, you know, definitely um, melt the And the Chiefs were, the were without Juan Thornhill, too. Right, right. You know, and if, if they had a run game, you know, whether, whether it was Hyde or, or Johnson, if they had a back that they could, you know, just feed the ball to and just melt the clock and keep it out of Mahomes' hands, it may have been different. But, you know, they, they, don't, they don't have that. Mm. That's they don't hey, is, money. Is, is, is Juan, is Juan going to be able to play Sunday, Hawk? No, he towards ACL. He's out. Mm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, me, me, me personally, what I believe, man, honestly, um, when you have a quarterback that's special like Pat Mahomes is, his arm strength and his confidence in his arm strength, whether he's throwing conventional or whether he's throwing unorthodox, he always gives you a chance to be able to be creative offensively with those weapons that they got. It's not so much about the weapons because we do know Tyreek Hill, 4-2, Meepo Harmon, 4-3, um, Sammy Watkins, still probably can run 4-4-4-5, Travis Kelsey, the best pass receiving tight end in the game. And then you got them backs that can come out and they do a lot of swing passes, a lot of halfback options. You know, Andy Reid utilizes all the pieces in his offense. So me personally, you, you I had to about Demarcus Robinson, but – Okay. Oh, cool, and Demarcus cool, cool. Robinson. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, you, you me personally, well, I believe. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, Yo. I believe. All, <laughs> I believe in all the um all, all the I believe that the Chiefs was going to win the game just simply because I really feel like when you, if you watch the Texans, um they just rely too much on Deshaun Watson to make stuff happen all the time when mm-hmm. nothing is even there. You know, they they they, they want to use Will Fuller, but he's a he's a decoy. Only thing he use, only thing Fuller is utilized for is just straight nine nine mm. round streaks. Um, so mm. and that's just to get that's to get the, the coverage to get the to get the safety to go back on so they can work underneath. If you take away that, you forcing DeAndre Hopkins to be a possession receiver, and then the the Chiefs is thinking, okay, well you can give him fifteen targets this game. I mean, everything's gonna be underneath. My team is going to score seven points. And you're going to just win. You're just going to basically get in field position, just kick field goals, and maybe get touchdowns. But you're not going to outbeat us. I think when they beat Kansas City early in the season, Mahomes. I don't think he was. Was he healthy then? Because I don't think he was. No. And if or no. yeah, so he wasn't healthy. that's another thing. That's another thing that you know there was a determining fact. Mahomes is healthy right now. That knee, that knee is healthy, and he's playing at a level right now uh, that's remnants of last year, man. And it's it's just it's dangerous. It really is. If uh, so. You know. If 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 Derrick Henry can get 150, 175 yards, can can that ball control offense be enough to keep Kansas City offense on the sideline? Oh, of course it can. And, of course and, it can. But of course it can. I was telling my man's about that today. I said what it's going to come down to is if Derrick Henry and they and they come into the game plan, Tannehill can still throw for less than 100 yards. They're going to have to have every single offensive possession. They're going to have to control the time of possession six to eight minutes every single quarter to be able to neutralize that offense, keep them off the field, limited possessions, and they're going to have to play. Raven was going to have to come up with a scheme to really play fundamentally sound football, just like he did with Lamar Jackson, to, to, to be able to keep everything underneath and force Kansas City to drive the whole field on them as well. And there's going to be the battle of who – 
can control the time of possession, and that run game can neutralize. But that's a perfect game plan at the way hey, the Chiefs play another, at Arrowhead. Another major key, though, you cannot, sorry, they cannot turn the ball over either. No. That's going to be a big thing. That's going to be a big thing with um, you having um, Honey Badger back there. That is his main purpose, is trying to um, ball hawk, cause turnovers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, that's going to be a real big, huge thing. Hey, the biggest thing hey, about and you, and hold you, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. The biggest thing about the Titans, the, the piggyback of what Banks said, because yes, in a perfect world, you want to control the clock, run the ball, but you gotta finish with seven. You can't spend all that time and get three, because it don't take that long for Casey. The most demoralizing thing is when you methodically move down the field, and then your defense give up the butt in two and three plays. And then you methodically move down the field, and that one time you either punt or kick three, and then your defense give up the butt, and now you're down. Because now you got a decision to make. So just say Vrabel down 17 to 10. Do he uh-huh. feel like he got a throw now, or will he stay relying on, you know, the run game? Because that's, that's the, the great thing about the Titans with this run is that they control the scoring as far as they've been up front. They've been up. Uh-huh. So they always had to put the pressure on the opposing team to kind of get out the box. You know what I'm saying? Like, even with Tom, Tom Brady, he ain't the same Tom Brady, and they knew that. And then his receiver dropping passes, guys couldn't get over, whatever you want to say. And then with Lamar, his receiver dropping passes, and they got them throwing the ball. Even though Lamar looked good to me in the pocket, but they control the narrative. What happens when they get faced with adversity? Because now – because Tannehill hasn't had to really make – a lot of plays. He had he had that one big throw late in the game on third down. The kid from what he went to Harvard or something, you know, Ivy League school made the uh, catch. And then off the turnover, he got the deep ball for the touchdown. You know what I'm saying? But they've been relied upon playing, if this was baseball, small ball in a sense. So what Terrence was saying is absolutely right. You got to milk the clock and, and be methodical and keep the offense off the field, but your ass can't finish with three. You better finish with seven. They got you. Hey, hey, hey hold, ahead, um, just, uh, a couple, couple, two questions. Um, I, I agree with what you're saying, but do you feel that that Tannehill has showed enough in the second half of this season that you can put the ball in his hand? I mean, he hasn't had to throw the first two games against the Patriots, and he didn't have to throw against Baltimore. But I mean, he was really efficient. You know, when they put the ball in his hands over the last 10, 11 games, and when it comes to uh, the receiver Brown, why was everybody so uh, – why, why was Metcalf graded so much higher than him coming out? Because to me, I think he, I think he's better than Metcalf. If I had – if I was a GM, I was, I was picking – well, if, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, AJ Brown went first in the first round before Metcalf. So I think when you really look at, I, I think I think I think people were so intrigued with DK, um, um, physical physical um, physical body, his size, his speed, and that, and the numbers were off the chart popping at the um, NFL Combine. But when you look at a complete receiver. Um, I think A.J. Brown possesses way more intangibles than D.K. does. And he does. He got better hands. Me personally, to, pick, to piggyback off of your first question, 
at this stage of his career with the game plan and the way that that, that, that offensive coordinator is calling the plays and he really understands and believes in Tannehill and the confidence that they have right now, I really do feel as though, yes, Tannehill will step up this weekend and make the throws that he needs to make um, to A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Tajay Sharp. I think he can do it because um, if you really look at it, uh, uh, KC secondary other than Honey Badger, you know, full of solid, but these boys got holes. And A.J. Brown showed at the end of the season, he's a dog, bro. If you watch the way he run routes yeah. and how, he, how physical he is, man, they ain't had yeah. to use the kid. They're using the kid the on, on jet on jet strip on jet jet um jet jet sweeps or um creative ways to get the ball in his hand just to show his explosiveness. Like they ain't even used him the last two playoff games in the Arsenal as far as that passing game goes. Right, right. That's a fact. And another thing, Jabel, um, what we were just talking about with Tannehill, there was another thing that Tannehill got. Tannehill also has mobility too. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So, he can that's, run. That's, that's another thing you got to worry about because the pass rush that with Chris Jones and Terrell Suggs, you know what I'm saying, where that would be like a good thing to have, that's going to be something like, okay, we can't come in here sleeping on these guys because you got a quarterback that can move. And on the, on the offensive side, they can't sleep on the, uh, the Titans defense because even though they got a honey badger on defense uh, for Kansas City, they got a boy named Byer back there that will, that's a ball oh, ball too. So he he's can't come out there just playing around either, you know? Oh, and um, Dory you know, Jackson. They also got a Dory um, Jackson over there too, man. Yep. You know, it's, it's, it's fast. It's funny you brought that up, man, because about the Suggs, Chris Jones, and Frank Clark. If you look at – if you really study and you look at Kansas City defense, they're one of them defenses where – they just want to tee off on you because what happens is they get big leads or they get up on you, and all they want to do is tee off on you. If you can neutralize that D-line, punch them boys in their face, because Raglan and their linebacker core is small. And, and once you get to the second level, if you start punishing them at the second level, because KC got trash run defense. Once you start punishing them boys in the trenches up front and neutralize that pass rush they have, it's going to change the whole dynamic of the game on Sunday. You, y'all watch what I tell you. I'm telling you. So, so they take a level. They take a level. So, so I think y'all so got Banks, Tennessee so Banks, Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Banks, you think Tennessee gonna win? I, I, honestly, man, I would like to see Tennessee win, but I just think honestly that the the the, the firepower the KC possess. I'm telling you from my personal on my personal opinion on uh, what I think right. they should do going into a game plan, how I think they should execute. But I don't know, like Hawk said, if that's just going to be enough because you got to play mistake-free football. And, dog, it's hard to go in arrowhead and win. I don't think people understand it. It takes a team like the New England Patriots last year to go in there and do that. You, you, don't, do, you don't go in the arrowhead and win late in the season in them cold games like that. That's what they do up there. And I just think yeah, that's going to be – Hold on, Banks. I got I to gotta correct you. It takes a it does it takes a D four to jump off sides, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, for you to come wow. in and beat them, you know what I'm saying? True, true. You know, they they wouldn't have beat them. Hey Darian, why you why you talking? So Bob Money on YouTube called you out. Said, "Where's the Viking fan who said he was gonna beat my team? Forty Nine ers winning the whole thing. Tell him what happened to the Vikings. Laugh out loud." Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> In I other mean, words, talk I'll to me. 
Okay. I'll take that. I'll you, take that. It is what it is. He missed. He missed the you first half saying? of the show, so he didn't. He didn't hear you. You know, say, "Yo, I'm here. We took a L." So I ain't want to open the wound up, but you can put the bandits back on. He just wanted to make sure that you heard him. Yeah, that's cool. So. That's cool. Jimmy G's still trash, but I mean, oh, not to hear no day. We we don't see. Hey, 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 um, hey, 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 which, uh, which which running which running game is 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 better, the Titans or the Forty Niners? Forty Niners. They got a plethora. That offensive line is crazy, bro. They got like, a plethora. Because Henry, Henry, special. Henry just special. Like, let me tell y'all something, man. When they got stopped, when when Baltimore got stopped on that fourth and one. And they got the ball back, and they had Tennessee in the third and one. They hit the call, and the linebacker hit Henry behind, like right at the right at the line of scrimmage, and he ran through his ass yeah. and route to over sixty yards run. Like, and then they got another pick. And any other time you take a shot, no, they gave it to Henry off tackle, and he took it like twenty. Like, dude, he's like a grown ass man. A dude that run for damn near yeah. what four thousand yards in one year, like. Look, man. Man. He's so big. He's so big that that it doesn't look like he's moving fast. But what a what a what a college coach told me one time, if you want to judge if you want to judge a player's speed, see how many steps it takes him to clear five yards. Yep. Or you know see who's on see, and, or see and, who can't touch him too. <laughs> yeah. Here's another thing. You know what I'm Javelle? saying? What's that? I was gonna tell you, the what makes what makes San Francisco offense their rushing different is not only because their offensive line is big and they, you know, what I'm saying they they're a really good offensive line. Their running backs, all their running backs are fast, bro. Like Breida, hey, um, Mostar, hey, and and yeah. oh, um, Coleman. Yeah, all the boys yeah. run like four 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 three, bro. Like you missed just one, at, hey, they gone. Hey, look, just look at them on Madden. Just go to Madden, put up their put up their speed. <laughs> oh my god! So, so when 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 you when you look at when you look at these when you look at these final four teams, uh huh. I know I know Mahomes is is the reigning MVP, and a lot of people don't think, say, Go ahead know, and say he, he the best he the quarterback because I got somebody who's gonna say something to you. He the best quarterback. No, no. I, 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 no, no, no! I still think Aaron Rodgers is. So that, that's that's my point. When it comes down to these last, these these final four teams, hold on, hold on, Jabelle. Hold on, Jabelle. I'm about to get at you about Aaron Rodgers. Go oh ahead. lord! Yeah, <laughs> starting to fight. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm I mean, Darian, I'm not, I'm not, Rodgers, I'm not, bro. I'm not speaking, I'm not speaking particularly on this specific year. I'm speaking as as a whole, as a body of work. You're not going to tell yeah. me that Aaron Rodgers is not the best quarterback left in the playoffs right now. I mean, me, me personally, I mean, honestly, I, mean, I had a debate about this today on Facebook. I, you know, and I didn't, oh, I, I didn't have Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I didn't, I didn't have Aaron Rodgers in my in my top three. But this, this, this is my thing right here. When it comes to Pat. I, I feel Pat Mahomes is the best, and I say this is because, um, if you look at Aaron Rodgers, yes, body to work, yes, his body work is better. But if you look at him right now, Aaron Rodgers, first and foremost, um. His QBR has dropped drastically the last three years. If you look at and, and QBR is, you could say it's a flawed measurement, whatever. You could say it's a good measurement, but it's 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 judging the quarterback based upon 
what they're capable of doing every throw, every possession, every down, um, and how they're in, 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 in the totality of what they're utilizing their skill set and everything as far as the game flow goes. If you look at Aaron Rodgers, prime example, Trey Flowers, I said this, I was, I was ranting last night, he's one of the worst corners, starting cornerbacks in the league, and that's my team, the Seahawks. If you look at, he may have made two or three tight window throws last night that you could be like, okay, that's great throws. But majority of the offense of what he's using as far as his weapons, it was a one-man show with, Aaron, with, with uh, Devontae Adams um, and the throws he's making. Pat Mahomes is squeezing in balls and throwing down, for, whether it's deep, short in the short game, he's making throws in the window and can utilize his mobility right now. That at an elite level, that you're not seeing too many quarterbacks make these plays right now, left into the in, in, the, in the league right now. I think Aaron still possesses great qualities, but me personally, this is the reason why they had to establish Aaron Jones such, so significantly into the offense this past year because they could see that there were certain things about his skill set that they had to have a run game this late in his career to be able for him to use in the passing game the way it needed to be at. I mean, I, I mean that's, that's just my opinion. I mean, I, honestly, body of work, yes, Aaron got it. But Mahomes right now, as far as throwing, using his arm, decision-making, mobility, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I have to go with him right now, left in the left in the, they, in the, in the, in the They ain't a throw that Aaron Rodgers can't that make that what boy can't make, man. Right, but my thing is when 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 you break I, and Banks, Banks, I agree with what you I agree with everything you said, but um, I don't like to say but. Well, however, if 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 you look at the at the team the way they're structured, you put you put Aaron Rodgers on Kansas City with the mm. weapons, Uh-oh. and Aaron Rodgers is the MVP last year, like Mahomes was, and putting up Are you sure? those same numbers this year. I mean, but look look who Aaron Rodgers has. After 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 Adams, who does he have? He he doesn't have anybody. You know what I'm saying? And Lafleur came in this year and changed the entire offense around. Hey. They're not. He, hey, he's not out. dropping back like he was. Uh, hey, check McCarthy. this out, Vivelle. Vivelle, I'm gonna help you out even more. I'm gonna help you out even more because yes, you know, in today's analytics, you look at QBR. If you just look at uh, Aaron Rodgers QBR when Devontae Adams is playing. Is when he's not there, because nobody else know the other receivers. Let's just keep it a stack. We know Jimmy Graham is there as well. It's probably a draft. Uh, Mar- Marquis Scanlon and Geronimo Allison. Them boys, they're, they're not they're not best the best receivers, but they can. I've seen them run routes, whether it's deep, deep digs, comebacks. They can. They made possession Bank. catches. Bank. Be the- Bank. That's not. That's not do this. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro. Like let's not let's not do this. You know what I'm saying. You, you, oh <laughs> man, we're not taking that away from Patty Mahomes. I'm a I'm a chief. I'm not taking away from Patty Mahomes, but we gotta understand because because you made great points about yes, you gotta establish a running game. Yes, you just can't have Aaron Rodgers dropping back. But we know why you really had to do it because all they really had trust wise was Adam. Once Adams went down. The guys just displayed that they can be trusted. So once Adams came back, you saw Aaron Rodgers' game actually elevate because he had to start trusting the younger guys. The younger guys will respond. And that's why yesterday it was hard to get them off the field on third down because that's how the Seahawks did the Eagles. They, they, they beat the Eagles on third down. Well, it was hard to cover Green Bay because of the guys you just said. Plus, Devontae was in his bag as well. So 
you make some great points, but I, I didn't want a Packer fan to just not be able to protect, you know, to defend themselves because they had to implement that because of the weapons that they were missing overall on the outside until those guys came into their own. So, yeah, that's all I wanted to throw out there. But y'all continue. What's up, Rock? I see you just but, called in. What up? But I, I, feel like, I feel like your boy be missing a lot of shows this year, too, though. My bad. No, you good. You breaking up, Rock. Rock. I mean... Y'all go ahead, man, to to, to his phone. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. He loves man. They shoot down all their oh, satellite okay, towers and stuff. Y'all go ahead. You go ahead. It's bad out there in Memphis. Y'all go ahead. Somebody. I mean, honestly, I mean, me, me personally, the, the reason I give the upper hand to Mahomes is, and I'm, and this is a slight edge, is because when Mahomes scrambles out the pocket, he gets deep outside the numbers. Now think about this. Uh-huh. When he scrambles out the pocket and he gets deep outside the numbers, like he's on the scramble to the edge of the sideline, he can flick it as far as throw it over the mm. top, or he okay. can throw precision throws that that, that makes um, toe tapping touch um, catches on the edge of the side. Eric could do this four four or five years ago. The last two or three years, he has not been able to show the ability to do that, and that's what and that's why I say I give Mahomes the edge over Aaron. And granted, yes, Devontae was in his bag yesterday, but Hawk, you, Hawk, you got to admit we have. We first of all, our secondary was ranked 27th in the league, and our pass rush was one of the worst pass rushes, at least sacks in the. The man had all day in the pocket back there to to make the throws that he was making, bro. Like, I, I mean, come, I mean, and Devontae is is, 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 is is arguably the best route runner in the league, man. Like, I mean, come on, man. Like, it's it was just a. Hey, fun fact, Fun fact about Devontae Adams that people don't know: the last four years, he has the most receiving touchdowns out of any receiver. Go ahead, Darren. On that last play, why would you pull your best pass rusher and, and drop drive him in coverage and drop him and, and then, then delay it? Yeah, I. Oh I, my! That, that's a play too, right hey, there, bro. I, you know what? Actually, dog, he should have just stayed like. It's hindsight is twenty twenty. I don't know what it was called, but yeah. you think if he kept dropping, because he 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 checked to the left to see if anybody was coming, and Jimmy hadn't broke it, broke his way yet. But if he would have just again, he could have damn near stole one. It's like they hit the call, but then they did hit the call because he ended up clamp rushing. You know what I'm saying? But I feel what you're saying. I would I would have damn man. I'm like bro, damn. what? <laughs> Hey, how, uh, how, how much? Um, how much? Uh, how much do you do you? Uh, d- does the does the point differential matter to you? Because I, I was reading an article earlier uh, where it was a guy, um, and I, I believe he was a he was a sports writer in uh, in San Francisco, and and he was speaking on on the Packers, and they had the worst. Uh, point differential of of any team uh, that that made the playoffs, and uh, apparently, you know, they they won a lot of games, you know, by six points or less. Uh, yeah, skating by. And, you don't uh, have to, to sugarcoat it. Go ahead. Yeah, and Charles, I, I I'll be right. Do, Charles, you, I'll be right back. Do you, do you do you put a lot of stock into that, or you just think you know every game is different, and that's just 
you know, how, how things went or or is there some merit to that? About winning uh, winning barely actually, or, or, or just winning actually, by a few points. You know, I actually think that helps you in the playoffs because you, you like it's like muscle memory. You, you you get in tight games, you're used to winning tight games, so your play calling, the way you think, your situational football is gonna be there. Like if you're so used to always blowing teams out, once you get in the dog fight, it's not just players. Yeah, it's not just the players you gotta think about. It's a situation of football. Like as far as how much time you gonna run off the clock or when are you gonna get up in your in your four minute offense? What t- your timeouts? Are you going to did you use them too early now you don't have them anymore? Like it's so many things that come into play that can't really prepare you for the playoffs. But if you are in those close games, it plays a role in the playoffs because most of the time you're going to be in a close game. So I actually think right. that helps the, the Packers, but it makes for a great storyline as far as, yeah, all you got to do is do this and do that to them. But to me, um, I think that actually helps the Packers because they're going to remain steadfast and the situation of football is going to really help them because of all those games they've been in. Among right. among some miracle catches that helped them out too, because that catch by Allison was just hey, you that, was, right that was just crazy, man. That that was just him. He's a Vikings fan. Let him let him that have was, it. What, what, crazy. Make some others like I I hate when I hear guys. And Rocker still breaking up. You he's still remixing, man. You still breaking up, man. I don't know if your Wi-Fi going back to the data or if you're driving. Like, I mean, you might be over. I think Rock's still over in Bermuda or something in the Bahamas with his money team. <laughs> it's breaking up, bro. He's still breaking up. What the heck? I mean, that Billy ain't got no damn better reception than that, man. God damn, you should have got a Ferrari or something. Hey, Hawk, that little floor, was that – was that the LaFleur that was at UVA? Was that his brother? Which, uh, nah, they ain't the LaFleur at UVA. No, I'm saying that's, that's that his know. brother who's coaching. That's his brother who's coaching the Packers? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, so, Javel, I wanted to put salt in the wound a little bit more to your red skin uh, uh, lineage. Isn't it amazing <laughs> how the two guys starting in the defensive backfield for the Kansas City Chiefs? You know, Breeland and uh, Fuller. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. No, nah, I mean, I hey, like. Man, but I, y'all going up and up, I, man. Y'all got Robert Bear now. Like, y'all about to, y'all about to go upward, bro. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I like, I like, I think Rivera's. He he was a good coach. Um, I just I I feel that the talent, especially on the defensive side of the ball with the Redskins, uh. Something has to change. I like Del Rio. I, I I think I like Jack Del Rio as a high more than I even do uh, Rivera. Actually, um, you know who liked but, that higher by is, who, you know who liked the Rivera higher, Javale. You know who loves it, Josh Norman. Who? Josh Norman. Oh yeah, <laughs> he, 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 he does. He, love he it. possibly can. He possibly come back, but he gonna have to restructure that. He ain't gonna get fourteen million next year. Hey man, let my dog get his but, bread, but, man. Stop, man. But, let my but, dog get his yeah. bread. <laughs> but if, if uh, I tell you what, if if Rivera, if Rivera is, I mean, if he's running things like like it looks like he is, I think Josh Norman gonna be there. Uh, I think I think Trent Williams is gonna come back now. I think he um, still got a lot left know, in the tank, man. 
I still think Josh yeah. the Rock with a high high level, man. Come on, Josh, make me look like a Nostradamus, man. But but this, you know, that's I, the I, thing with, with Josh. With Josh, he never been a he never been a man corner. When he was in Carolina, that was a zone. I mean, he's a great zone coverage. If you give him a third or you just give him a area, I, I think he good. But if he got a with, with the with the smallest shifty receivers. You know your Antonio Browns, your 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 Tyreek Hills. He's not going. He's not going to win that. On. He's not going to win that. Well, ain't nobody Let's against Tyreek Hill. That's a bad. Well, he's about to revamp that. He's about to revamp. He's about to revamp that whole defense full anyway. Full disclaimer, right now. Full disclaimer. We can't talk about Antonio Brown no more on my platform because he just threw a bag of dicks at some some police officers and talking real greasy. <laughs> he's he dangerous. <laughs> I, I don't want to get in trouble. To talk about Antonio because he is toxic right now. I love him. I told y'all a month ago. I think you need to go see a therapist and get checked out for mental health. And y'all seen I ain't talked about him on my platform since. So yeah, what he right. did oh, today, throwing bags of dicks and cussing up a storm with his two kids getting in the back of the police car with his baby mama. Salute to the babies. You know what I'm saying? Like people, if y'all first time listen to this platform, I love Antonio Brown dearly. So I'm not dissing him, but. I feel like, me personally, I don't discuss him no more on this platform until he go get help. And I said I wasn't, and I have not. And today really disappointed me seeing what he did, bro. Like, I ride hard for Pauls for Antonio, but doing that? Nah, man. You playing with five. He lucky he didn't get tased or or something, man. Like, you can't do that. Speaking of pettiness, speaking of pettiness, he's going to segue. Ain't it just sad to see how Jimmy Johnson got to the Hall of Fame before he was even getting the Cowboy Ring of Honor. Like, and he almost just, died. Like, he almost that died is on a level air, of petty, That is a level of pettiness, bro. Like, bro. Yeah, he almost died on air. They were talking about, hey, Jimmy, what you got to say? He was emotionally choked up. He couldn't breathe. They like, talk, Jimmy. My man about to pass the hell out have a heart attack. They ain't give him no water. and give him a seat. My man was... He sounded like the dude from Men in Black that was looking for the damn galaxy. Oh, God. You have you seen the galaxy? I thought he was going to pass yeah. out, bro. That was a priceless moment. Hey. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy for him, though. Yeah. Um, Hawk, another question I had, man. Does um, When it comes to when it comes to men, like, like grown men making money as far as athletes and specifically here in the NFL, can can you use that that high school college rah 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 type of type of coaching style to 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 have men who are making more money than you follow you and and I, I say that to say this I, I watched all of the I watched all of the uh, the new coaches press conferences so far other other than the, the yeah. Cleveland coach I ha- I haven't saw that but you know I watched the Rivera I watched the McCarthy. But this this guy coming from Baylor with the Panthers, Slim, like he looked like the like like he was like a a youth football coach talking okay. to seven eight year olds. You know what I'm saying? Like just like the the way he came off. You know what I'm saying? And like that, I understand that may work on the college platform, but would, would that trans transform into the NFL with with grown yeah. men that you? You 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 bring that same type going. of atmosphere. Yeah, I got where you going. Yeah, you gonna have to you gonna have to you gonna have to uh, erase and and update your bars. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like Cassie coming back to battle rap. You got to update your bars. Like, so when he get in that locker room with grown men and he going to try that rah-rah, I'm going to put to you just like this, JaVale. He, like the rah-rah about? would work. Uh, coach from um, the coach Baylor. that got hired by yeah from Baylor that got hired by Carolina right yeah yeah going to Carolina got sixty Buell? Buell? yeah oh Buell. yeah yeah no no just Buell, no yeah. judge is going to Western yeah 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 Buell, yeah, yeah Buell, Matt yeah. Rule so Rule Rule yeah so Ja Rule yeah Ja Rule um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you like this oh, no. at Camp at Camp Javale, it can work in camp. And then it can work in the season if there, if success follows. Because they're going to buy into whatever the coach is preaching during camp. You're going to give them a chance. But if your ass start out and you like two and six, uh-uh. Matter of fact, once you go on the 500 for more than three weeks, they're going to question what you know the approach that you're saying. Hey, because, I don't even think it's going to get that far. You're not talking to Cam or, uh, or what's their middle linebacker? Keekly, Keekly, you're not talking Keekly. to them like that. Now you, now you can talk yeah. to Keekly. Keekly will fall in line. Keekly is a is a student. Like he he he'll be a leader that will fall in line with the wishes of the head coach. I don't think Keekly's uh, a guy that's going to challenge authority. I really don't. Like he's a good dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying he's a bitch, but he's not just going <laughs> to challenge it. He, he'll get he'll try to get guys to buy into what the coach is selling. You feel me? Now Cam, right. I feel like Cam get a bad rap, but if you ain't successful and you trying to tell Cam to be patient, Cam make a lot of money. It's hard to tell a lot a guy that make a lot of money, you need to do this now, because they're gonna feel like, yo, I've been successful doing it this way. It's hard, uh, you know, with no type of cachet because he coming from college. They're gonna look at him like, yo, fam, that ain't gonna work. As soon as he try to get them to do something they have never done, somebody gonna say, fool, this ain't college. In the back of their mind. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. We know that. Oh, we know that. Hey, hey, hold would on. You hold. Rather, would you would you rather have would you rather and and I'm thinking of of Rivera because when he came out, um, not not in his press conference, but on, on one of the DC uh, radio shows right after the press conference, right? They were talking to him about quarterbacks. He never he never mentioned Dwayne Haskins one time. He talked about Alex Smith. He talked about Colt McCoy. He talked about Case Keenum. He never mentioned Dwayne Haskins' name one time. He said it was going to be an open competition in camp. Would you take when when after the draft when OTAs and mini camps come in? Would you take Dwayne Haskins for the next five years? Next five years, because if Ron Rivera next. if Ron Rivera is really in charge. I uh-huh. think he's going to try to finagle Cam Newton into the Redskins, huh? <clears throat> but you know why he said that, though? I, I don't you think, I don't think right. that was like a shot to just, you know what I'm saying? I think that was more so a message to Haskins and to, for him to grow up. Because I think it's more so, you know, Haskins is young. He's like 21. You know what I'm saying? And he did a lot of stuff this year that was considered very immature. So I think that was more so a direct shot at him. It won't try to say to just put him out, but you know you make yeah. that open competition. You want him to be serious, so but, I think that was, that was more so the case. Name, though, like you can't say my name, though, fam. Like we ain't our relationship ain't that good for you to be challenging me. I don't even know unless you had a talk with him. I'm just keeping y'all keeping the. He stack. might have a talk. He might have a talk with him. 
Yeah, I hope so. But this is let's play this game because it's better. Just to say he never talked to his ass and he ain't even bring his name up. I'd be at home like this mother effer. No, he didn't. Do you know who I am? You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> you know, right. These, these young boys, you know? egotistical. Like, he, got, he a first-round pick. Well, he was first-round pick. But he right? a player's yeah, coach, you know? though. He a player's coach. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see him just I, doing that, you know what I'm saying? But, I mean, we, we heard, we heard you know, ever since they put Cam on IR, you know, that's been that's been the hot topic. Like, Carolina mm. may move on from Cam. They may release him. They can save nineteen, twenty million in the cap. So you think the hey, Redskins like, like hey. what type of asset do you feel like the Redskins like just say because Cam is a is he a restricted free like he just got an optional year a team option like oh his last year of his nah, deal. This is, nah, this right. this is last year. This is last year of his contract. This is last okay, year. Okay, cool. So no, Carolina man. be willing so to move it, on from him. They can unload that money. What can the Redskins? Right. Give Carolina to get Killer Cam is the question. Well, I mean, if if you if you just want to move on, um, I, I like I say, if, if they want to, tra- I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if they're gonna trade him. I'm saying if if okay. if they were to release him, you know what I'm saying? Oh, because they, 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 they could do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If Carolina releases him, he gonna be on the Redskins next year, son. Hey, Alex Smith, how yeah, much is dead money is? Alex, Cam is 19, Alex Smith is 21. So it's $2 million a no, no, no. Oh, oh, you already know what damn, what dead is then. Dead is then. Hey, forget all that Redskins smoke. Forget all that Redskins smoke. I want to talk about this LSU Clemson and how if Clemson oh, yeah, somehow yeah. win the LSU, we're going to have to move uh-huh. Clemson to the SEC. That's what's hey, going to have to happen. Y'all don't deserve them at like all. That. You know what I'm saying? They just like that, man. Don't hang y'all down, just playing with y'all. This is the only time they really get to play somebody. So that, I, I, I just want to say, you know what I'm saying, we're we, we going to see how this smoke going to go. I kind of want to know what your breakdown is going to be for this for tonight's game. You know what I'm saying? Clemson, going, Clemson, Clemson better win because I ain't trying to see no – I ain't trying to hear nothing from the SEC yet again. You know, it's so <laughs> happy y'all not being able to say nothing. Okay. First, that's the first goal. All right. All right. Okay. So we just gonna get that out there. We won in basketball, we won in football. I don't know who won in baseball because I won't pay attention once my Wahoos got ousted. But this gonna be a tough ass game for Clemson for the simple fact is Stingley Jr. is a monster. And one of the receivers getting taken out of the game as soon as the coin toss gets flipped. And then, Darian, hey, yes, hey. you were proud. Hold on, hold on. Darian, I'm going to say this on air. Darian, you were correct. LSU receivers core end up being better this year. We dumped the gun I with Bama. Okay? They special, special. So, you, you I'm saying it on air. I was wrong. I was wrong. Isn't that corner only a freshman? He's only a true freshman. He's only 18 years yeah. old or 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. He, 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 he a monster, So, you know, Higgins is nice. Ross, all them dudes is legit. They tall as all outdoors, too. Like, they every bit of 6'3", 6'4". When I seen them at first, I was like, ain't no damn way. And long arm, triple XL hand. They, but Stingley is a dog. And then and like LSU secondary is going to be the best secondary they've seen this year, hands down. Without question. Yeah. But the thing about Clemson secondary hey. is they not that good. 
Who? I said it. Yeah. It's not that good. Clemson secondary not that good. Oh no, nah, they don't have they don't have the secondary that they had they've been having. They don't have no heavy hitters they've been having most of the, these past two three years. Yeah, but I don't know, man. He, your boy Dabo, man, he just know how to cook it up. I don't I don't know about with Sunshine too, bro. It, we already saw something else from Sunshine. We didn't know he was fast. Even though you tell oh, everybody he was fast, you ain't know that. But oh, we didn't know he was right. fast, fast. I didn't know he was pulling, oh, pulling fast, away fast. from folks. I was like, oh no, oh, I was like, y'all really letting this slow dude one down? Oh no, he's fast. <laughs> on this show, won't pull no punches, Darian. And I'm gonna put it out there for all the folks who get offended. They thought he won't fast because he was white with long flowing hair. <laughs> and it's the reason why I call him Sunshine because the Sunshine and Room and the Titans could run as well. You know what I'm saying? I won't just call him Sunshine because his hair was going. That boy legit, dog. He legit, fam. He ain't lost a game since yeah. middle school. He get he make every throw and he tough as hell. So, mm-hmm. uh, so hey, who y'all hey, got? Darian, Darian, your your point your point about the SEC and the ACC. I mean, that that's been that's been accurate. <laughs> I, I would say for I would say for the past I don't know eight nine years. You know what I'm saying, but. The ACC as a whole has just been down with with our with our I would say blue blood football programs because you know your SEC you got your Alabama your Georgia your your LSU you know what I'm saying that they're, they're really and, and your Florida boys every few years you know what I'm saying but the, the ACC mm-hmm. just as a whole has been down I mean Clemson has has been on top of the mountain for the past seven eight years but look at everybody who who has regressed. You know, for whatever reason, your Virginia Techs, your Florida States, your Miamis. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so. When, when, if if I mean Virginia Tech, <laughs> say Florida, Florida State, Miami. Oh, sorry. Miami is. I don't know what Miami is these days. Right, but I'm saying they they just they 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 took a step back. You know what I'm saying? But you you look at you know what I'm saying the the early '90s, mid '90s. You know Miami, Miami, Florida State, Virginia Tech. You know that that's. They top ten teams every year. Miami Miami was cheating though. Right. The, the, Miami's <laughs> in the big. <laughs> that don't really count. <laughs> Miami was paying their folks to stay in stay in the city. Come on, fam. Right, look, bro. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna yeah. come to the south because it's hot. You know what I'm saying? Hey, don't so- get as cold. You know, man, shut up. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> who y'all got winning, man? Cause we got like like four minutes left on the show. Who y'all got winning, and why? Do you just can't say cause they SEC or ACC? I wanna, I want y'all to, you know, you know. I have a feeling, believe it or not, I have a feeling that old boy Burrow is probably gonna show the real Joe Burrow. He's going to have a bad game. Mm. And he's going to let Clemson hang around. And if you let Clemson hang around, things can happen. So I'm just going to say I think LSU wins, but I don't think LSU is going to win as as a big margin as everybody thinks that it's about to happen. I just okay. don't think that. All right. I respect that. Who you got, Javel? Um. I, I like Clemson. I mean, not not just because it's an ACC squad, but I just feel, you know, they they've been here before. They battle tested. You know what I'm saying? They they've been in this situation 
they've been in the playoffs what three, four straight years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I just think I think that I think that's gonna have a lot. You know what I'm saying? A lot to do with it. Um, but uh, LSU, <clears throat> their their offense, their offense is nice. Uh, I don't think Clemson. Uh, we know Clemson hasn't seen uh, an offense or or defense as good as LSU this year. But you know, you look at everybody who LSU has played. Um, is anybody this year in the SEC that they played? Is anybody better than Clemson? Have they played a team as good as Clemson this year? Defensively, you know, is, is, yes. Defensively, yes. Um, I, I was going to say between playing us, Auburn, Alabama, um, I say Georgia. Defensively, they I feel like defensively they're better than Clemson. With Clemson's calling call has been this year has been the offense. Their, their defense isn't as good as it has been in the past. Yeah, I, I okay, agree. So I don't think would Clemson's you, defensive backfield is that good. Right. The safety, okay, I so like would the you say from Highland Springs, though. They're going to have to win by – they're going to win. It's going to be by a shootout or a turnover. This, 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 this LSU squad this year, and I'm, I'm speaking on the defense side of the ball, is this, this LSU squad – is their defense better than the last two years that Alabama's had? Because Sunshine, no, I mean he had, he had his weight, right? That's what I'm saying. So Clemson gonna be in no, the like you said, a, you said a shootout, right? So I, I'm yeah. thinking whoever get to whoever get to what? What were you thinking? Forty, forty five? Damn, but that's hard to say though. That's hard to say though, because man, listen, they like he said, like the DBs. The DBs is, just, is a little bit different this year. I mean, they may not be as tight up front as they have been in the past or had the linebackers they had had they had in the past, but they definitely got the DBs for you. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be strength against strength this whole game. That's why, I, that's why I said what I said. It might go closer than what people think. But I don't know about I'm, that I'm, high, though. Clemson, Clemson, Clemson been here. That's that's the only thing. But what I, what I know and from what I saw – with my Cavaliers, the Hawks Cavaliers, when we played Clemson in the ACC championship game, we had the most passing yards that they gave up all year. And our offense ain't nowhere near LSU offense. <sighs> Javel, don't make me do this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, 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 saying, I'm, I'm saying, I'm, 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 I'm just saying, if UVA's if, if offense could could uh, garner more passing yards and receiving yards than any other team against Clemson, what do you think LSU going to do to their defense? I'm not speaking of the offense because the young, the young bull in the backfield of Clemson is something special. He real nice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's, that, he, that's, that's a dimension. He plays the whole game. He's still hurt. You know what I'm saying? He, 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 I don't think he's going to be 100%. So, I mean, we'll see today, but I don't see – you know, I I feel like it's going to be closer game than people think, man. But I think I'll say I'll say I'll issue by a touchdown. So here here's my thing because we got about sixty seconds. I think go ahead. I think I just talked myself out of picking Clemson by realizing that Clemson <laughs> secondary is some trash can juice compared to what <laughs> LSU has. <laughs> I mean, goddamn, man. I didn't realize. I don't know what the hell I've been thinking about the past two weeks, but damn, 
Unless you about to walk the dog with that secondary, man. They got too many goddamn weapons, bro. Shucks. Mm-hmm. I hope Clemson. I hope I Clemson line. But damn, but then unless you got the best line in college football, also. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, look, look, I'm riding with Clemson because they ACC, but they ain't gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying. I'm not trying to be funny. This is an honest to God, serious question, man. Yeah. Do, what What is? Why is everybody? Act, not, I, not, I'm not saying everybody, but there's a lot of people right. in the media, man. A lot of people mm-hmm. in the media and on the internet. Everybody is all on this Joe Burrow kid, Slim. And I mean, he had a great oh. year. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Yeah. But yeah. I don't understand why everybody is like. Because to me, if 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 I'm the Bengals at number one, I'm taking Young. They, yeah. I mean, but I guess the quarterback. You need a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But to me, this guy. I mean, he had a great great year. And and I look at it yeah. as, as from a a, a Redskins fan. This kid couldn't beat out Dwayne Haskins at Ohio State. That's the reason he transferred to LSU. And then we see what Haskins did, and they took him three-fourths of the year to play. So everybody yeah. is just assuming that, oh, Burrow put up these numbers. It's just automatically going to translate. And honestly, before the beginning of the season, I didn't even know who Joe Burrow fucking was. So, so I know who he was. I mean, he was, he was I mean, he played a he played a couple games last year, but I'm talking about the hype that he got. So let me answer your question, Javale. Let me, let me I'm gonna answer your question because as much as we talk on this show, and out of you, I know once I say what I say, what I'm going to say, you're gonna be like, damn, that's right, Javale. Okay. If we were playing fantasy football, he would be the hottest commodity, right? Because his numbers and touchdowns. Right, right, right. That's why. Because he got oh, 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 oh. his, team, hold on, on, his team winning. Hold on, his team winning. And then, like, his touchdown to interception ratio is crazy. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's so easy to build the train and the momentum and, and the narrative for him. It's hard to argue against. Like, we'll be in a minority. Like, I'm not a firm believer of him either because he's older than Lamar Jackson. Like he's old. He's like twenty four, you know twenty five already. Yeah, he's old. He's been but, in school five years. Yeah, so so the thing with that is Javale, and you know, a lot of times, like I'm used to my, I'm used to being in a minority, so I can formulate a debate to debate you down if you love if you love Joe Burrow. But a lot of times, right. the 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 conglomerates don't want to go against the big stories because. It, it it ain't the cool thing. Like he's a great story. You feel what I'm saying? He's an older guy. Right. He, it's a, it's, he like you said, he got beat out by Haskins. Nobody believed in him. They came to LSU two straight years. Now look at him this year. Now he's the new Tom Brady because he's the guy that nobody thought would be good. But you said the key word. He go to the Bengals. That that, that story gonna end. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Oh, there. Really? It won't be a wrap. What a. They know that's him easy. Up. This is. Javel, I'll make it even more simple for you. Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Or, let's go even better, Mr. Trubisky, Deshaun Watson, and your boy, Praise um, Praise the Patrick Lord. Mahomes. Or Pat Mahomes. Praise the Burrow Lord. So, here's the thing. And Tua. Here's the, yeah, here's the thing, yo. Here's the thing. 
You want to be the guy that they sleep on because what happens when you're slept on? Where do you go, guys? By him saying all those names, the dudes who went later went to better squad. Yep. Better mm-hmm. situation. You don't want to be that yep. first guy picked, man. Who, who? I don't want the hype. As much as I was mad about Trubisky going before uh, for, for uh, Deshaun, I'm kind of happy it worked out like that. Even though I would love for Deshaun to work with Matt Nagy, who I know from the Arena League, I would love that combo to work together. But yeah, I, I love that Lamar. I think I asked you that year. I think I asked but you that year I about saw... Trubisky. I was like, "Yo, I don't watch the ACC, but who is this cat Trubisky?" And you were no, like, "He's not even. that good." Yeah. <laughs> like I you said about Dave Jones, he's not that not good. Even. But Daniel Jones did better than I expected this year, though. I ain't yeah, even going fact, front on that. Fact, he played fact. he played much better than I expected him to. And I just oh, want yeah, people to did. know, anytime, anytime I say I don't believe in a guy, I'm not hating that the kid won't be successful. I always want somebody, like Jared Goff, sir, me shut the hell up, Juice, and I owned up. To, I want the guys to prove me wrong, but I just don't believe the hype. So when I say he ain't that deal, I'm just saying according to the hype. He's that deal to be Production. a quarterback. Yeah, he could be in the league or whatever, but I always want folks to realize, like, I'm not coming from my hate. I'm just talking about, according to the narrative, he ain't that deal. So, right. anybody... So, I, I, I saw... I, yeah, no, ahead, I know. We, I know, I know we really you, got, like, 50 you seconds, because it. it's been a time yeah. in the household. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all gonna get in trouble. Got you. Go ahead. So my last, uh, last question, um, when, when, it, when it comes to Young, man, I, I heard uh, Larry Johnson, um, you know, Larry Johnson, the defensive line coach for Ohio State, um, yeah. Larry Johnson, the running back's father, he said Oh, yeah. That, yeah, he the defensive line coach for Ohio State. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He said my, that. Money said Lamar Jackson is a fraud. He, see, you can't be a Jimmy G yeah. fan and then call Lamar Jackson a fraud. I ain't mean to get <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so when when I saw him a couple of weeks ago, he said that coming out of Ohio State, that this kid is better than both of the Bosa brothers, and that's saying a lot, Ooh. right? Yeah, them Bosa so, brothers done worked out. Yeah, so with 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 the skins being there, saying that. Say that that barrel goes one. Do do you trade back two or three spots and take say a Judy or the the well it looks like Trent Williams is possibly coming back. So you you take Judy or or the, whatever wide receiver you have rated higher or do you trade back for two or three picks? Trade Young or that number two pick and trade back and get two or three more picks. Hmm. I want to worry about Chase Young because I seen Chase Young get locked up by that tackle for Clemson. When it mattered, you know what I'm saying? It, like I said, competition ain't, ain't about who you fight, it's who you fought. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you could do that all those Rudy Poo teams that you're playing, but Rudy when you're playing with somebody with some real talent, I mean, what you going to do? I seen, I seen what your boy from Chicago did when he was in Buffalo, almost be Ohio State by himself, uh, Khalil Mack. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. see that type of yeah, talent right. from Chase Young just yet. You know what I'm saying? He may have it in him. He may have it, the 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 keys. He don't know how to unlock the door yet. So, I mean, that's just from my sense. So, if you were smart as a Redskins fan, you would probably take Judy. Judy is going to be a beast at the next level. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you don't you don't take Judy at two. You trade you trade back to four or five and get him and get some more assets. Is he gonna be there though? Mm, I, I think he's sleeping. I think you need to watch some tape on Judy, my G. Nah, he's good, <laughs> but I mean it, this. But this this wide receiver class is deep though, bro. It, okay. it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be ten twelve wide receivers probably taken in the the first forty six. Okay. All right, fellas, we're gonna, we're, look, we're gonna y'all got me talking about the Redskins again, and I'm trying to watch this game, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, with that being said, we're gonna end today's show. Everybody enjoyed the national championship today. Hopefully, Clemson set me up and they secondary show up because that LSU, god damn, man, that's the problem. Now. <laughs> All right, man. Y'all be easy. Hey, Hawk, definitely, definitely on your next show, man. Definitely on your next show. You got to talk about that soft-ass Kevin Durant, huh? And we almost – we, we ran out of time, but, I'm yeah, we're going to do a special on that, on just talking about them two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. All right, All right, have a good night, man. Yeah. All right, bro. And that's today's show, man. Appreciate everybody that's on uh, YouTube right now. Let's tune in. Bob Money, you's a funny dude, though, and disrespectful. Shout out to everybody that was on uh, Periscope. Shout out to everybody that's on Facebook that chimed in. But it's time to go. Get y'all hour and 30 minutes. Um, I'm going to just put this full joint up on uh, Anchor and iTunes and Blog Talk and Podcast and all those. So you're getting the full straight 130 today. I'm not chopping up nothing in segments so it's like joe button podcast salute to them guys man all right man ball hawk we up out of here peace for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.